The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Drive Alive. We are the show on Fresh FM uh, that likes to talk about all things transport. We like to hear about folks' motoring adventures and car histories, or indeed their motorbike histories. Uh, And tonight, Two Wheels is indeed going to be more of our theme. I'll introduce you to our guest in a few moments' time. But uh, wherever you're listening from, whether it's on the car radio or at home, I hope you're staying warm on this not exactly warm spring evenings. More like winter at the moment, but I'm sure spring will put in an appearance again sometime. We are sponsored by NPD Fuels. Thank you to them for uh, fueling us up. Hopefully they're fueling you up to petrol isn't cheap but they are one of the cheapest places i think you can find it just saying so uh tonight we are back uh talking to one of our locals around the region who's involved very much in the transport sector but particularly the two-wheeled sector and motorbikes and general motorbike safety so welcome to the show kevin guthrie Hi, Steve. Thank you for having me. That's quite all right. Thank you for coming in. Um, just making sure I pressed all the right buttons. It's so professional, this show. They're all, they're all hidden behind the microphone somewhere. But anyway, yeah. I can hear you, so I'm sure everybody else can hear you. So, um, you presumably biked here tonight. No. You didn't? No. Oh, dear. Well, well, no. well maybe it's a bit cold. <laughs> maybe it is a bit cold. <laughs> So, tell us about the organisation you work for and uh, what that organisation does. We are called Tasman Motorcycle Training. That's made up of uh, Jason Howcroft, my partner, business partner, and Mitch, um, who is my partner. Um, she's our administrator. So, she's the workhorse, and me and Jason just get to ride motorbikes around. So. That sounds like a good deal for you. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we do all sorts of training from people who have never ridden motorcycle or scooter before, right, right through their licences, and we also run the local ACC Ride Forever courses, ah. bronze, silver, gold levels of, of riding. So we do those courses as well. Okay. So so when – I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm go off piste already now. When, when when did you get involved in biking yourself? M- myself, um, when I was about twelve, 
uh, started riding old British bikes, and because it was all that was around, right. I progressed on to Japanese bikes as they come along, and now I suffer from German, Japanese, Italian. Oh, you got it bad. Um, yeah, I've got ten, ten motorcycles. Ten motorbikes. Yeah, yeah. One's not enough. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> How do you decide which one to take out? Uh, it depends what I'm doing. Different different bikes for different jobs for different uh-huh. days. Different uh, bikes for days off. So it depends if I'm going for uh, um, just a day out, going to a cafe, or going a few nights away. So different uh-huh. bikes for different jobs. Uh-huh. Hmm. And, and do you have a favourite? And, and if you do, remember this has been recorded, so they might hear later. And you know, do I have a favourite? Um, are, are you allowed to admit a favourite? Uh no, again, different bikes are different days. Okay. Yeah, like I have uh, one bike in the States. It's a BMW. It's a very nice bike over there. Um, but I haven't seen it for a while because oh. of COVID. No. Another COVID casualty. Um, but I'm hoping to get back over there and see it again soon and take it for another tour around over there. Okay. Yeah. And, and which is the most reliable? Most reliable? Nationality. Oh, Japanese. Of course. Yes. Yep. Of course. So yep. as per the four-wheeled world, yes, it definitely. is in the two-wheel world as well. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. There we like, go. My Italian bikes are a lot of flair and flash and everything, but when, the when, they're, when they're going. Yeah. No, no, no. no? I don't have problems with that. No, that's good. But just, um, yeah, the Japanese are just well-made products. Just well-made products. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, but the Italian bikes like the Moto Guzzi, they, they look seriously styling. That's what I do have. That's what, oh, right, okay. Yeah. Is it a Monster? Uh, no, no, that's a Ducati. Oh, um, sorry, that's a Ducati. Yeah. yeah that's no, right. Moto Guzzi California. It's a big tourer. Big and tour. I have a little, an old Moto Guzzi, a little 500. So it's a oh. little, little toy. Right. Mm. Well, we are... I should get back on piece again now because we are meant to be talking about littler bikes and yep. starter bikes because you do um, courses, like you said, for people who've kind of never ridden. Never ridden at all. Never ridden at all. Yeah. So yeah. that that must, so, so tell us a little bit about those courses, who they're for. and Those, those are for anybody, um, you know, from a 16-year-old teenager through to a, a 43-year-old mother, you know, anybody, and either side of that as well. Um, People who have never ridden or uh, weren't allowed to ride by their parents. Oh, yeah. And uh, now they're old enough and rebel, and so so they're (laughs) getting their licences. Wives who are not telling the husbands they're getting their licences until they've passed at the end and surprised them. Uh There's... there's, um, through to through to kids who've um, perhaps ridden off road and want to oh, yeah. progress onto road, yeah. especially now price of fuel is starting to kick in a little bit. That's true. Actually. It's a, it's affecting people. That's true. That's um, true. So yeah, so from people who've never ridden through to um, through to uh, you know people who've grown up on farm bikes and dirt bikes and everything right. like that, but it's not like. Uh, it's a wee bit tricky with motorcycles, like somebody might have a cousin from Tapawera who's got a farm bike, so they go out and ride around a paddock. Right, um, yep. But somebody from town might not have that facility, so um, we do the training right from having never even sat on a bike through to through their licence stages. Right, so hmm. it's all about, so you, you'd start them off on balance and oh, positioning yeah, and control. All about the bike, what the bike, the bike does, yeah. what they have to do to control it, yeah. Yeah, and everything like that, yeah. 
And obviously, with this, with the, we're talking up to fifty cc. The scooters, stuff. yes. Uh, well, mopeds, the proper term. Um, yes, they um, they're proving very popular for for young people to go to school and a bit of independence yep. for work and everything. Um, uh, but uh, what we hope from that is they do progress onto motorcycles and become right. Because um, uh, uh, scooters do scare me a little bit, personally. Right. Um, like, they're wheelbarrow wheels, so they feel every every hump and bump in the road. Yep. yep. Um, so, and um, what worries me a lot is they don't have a lot of power, so the rider can't necessarily sort of keep themselves safe by keeping away from other road oh, okay. vehicles. They're, they're pretty nippy off the line at traffic they lights, are, aren't they, though? Yeah, but then you'll see some young person riding around Rocks Road and they're getting monstered by cars or up Bishopdale Hill or up the Hospital Hill. Oh, you yeah, know, well, it's quite... They go, w- then they start they, run out of puff, yes, don't they? Yeah. almost start to go backwards. <laughs> well, not really. But not yeah. really, but yeah, yes, yeah. That, that is the downside of the 50cc. Yeah. Um, but on fuel saving, I mean, how... How much well, do you know? What the miles per gallon of an average sort of new scooter is compared to? Oh, you could probably go to Blenheim and back a couple, three times really? <laughs> on, a, on a tank of gas on wow. a scooter. Yeah. Wow! 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're ridiculous. They're yeah, in, as far as so, in terms of saving fuel, yes, very good way yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's interesting. Okay. So. Um, you do the courses then. Oh, well, you're doing a course, moped scooter course at the moment. Yes. Yeah, we ran one. We contacted all the local high schools. And, oh, yeah. um, well, when I say we, Mitch contacted all the local high schools and put offers out that we would run these courses purely for schools in the holidays. So, you know, so it was purely just mopeds on the courses. And um, we disappointed with the response we got right um but of course that's teenagers who wants to be told what to do as well you know so we've all been there so um we we tried we didn't get the response we want um and i'm off to blenheim on monday to um to run a course over there right and um not expecting to be run off my feet okay yeah but is there, is there cuz cuz we we are broadcasting in Blenheim so is is there an opportunity for if sort of teenagers are listening or their mum and dads are listening and feel like getting a teenager off your hands for a lot of <laughs> next week and who wouldn't want to do that <laughs> uh so there'd be places and how, yes, how do they get in yes. contact and what's Just, the um, costs and everything and go on to uh, totally free Oh, yeah, even better, so, even better. So just go onto our website, um, and um, from there they can either email or just text Mitch, and um, she'll pick it up from there and make it all happen. Okay, so that's yeah. the Tasman Motorcycle Training dot co dot dot co dot nz website, and yep. and is this course a day? Is it? Uh, it's four time? hours. Four hours. Yeah. So we're starting over there. We're starting at eleven and going through to three. Okay, and that's every day potentially if you get, or just the just the Monday, just the Monday. Okay, yeah. so you got Monday. Yeah. Monday is it? Yeah, eleven till three. If you want to, uh, what's the weather looking like? Good, good. Yes, yeah, we're quite pleased. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, presumably you do have to teach how to cope with wet conditions and it riding is. in the rain and. and it is. We we we're sort of well. We have um, just our ordinary courses, the bronze, silver, golds. And scooters are normally um, 
when the, we're not running specific courses for them, they come along and they participate in the bronze course. Right. So, um, and we quite often do have wind or rain or both. Yeah. And it is quite good for them to conquer that fear. Yeah. So, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it is an unknown when they first start to ride. And uh, we'll just give them tips on how to handle that and how to keep calm and just talk to yourself inside your helmet to relax. And the bike will move, but it's uh, it's important not to strangle the bike or then right. you're fighting each other. Yeah, because I guess if you tense up and stuff, it makes the whole handling thing Does. and every little movement is... Yep. And then you're counteracting that movement. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, so whatever the weather... Um, it's going to be in Blenheim uh, 11 o'clock on Monday for four hours. Yep. So if you're in Blenheim, do contact asthmamotorcycletraining.co.nz and see, uh, well, why should they do it? Why should why they? Should, why should they do it? For self-preservation. That's a good reason. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ours. Um, and um, there are perks. There are there are some goodies. We've got some giveaways, and um, so I won't sort of go too much into that. But they won't be disappointed. They won't be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. a new bike, but no, no but there, there, are some, a, there are some good goodies. There's some some good goodies and some um, vouchers and nice. Yeah, yeah. nice. So um, all thanks to the local councils, um, Marlborough District, Nelson City, and Tasman District. They go under a combined banner banner called Ride to Live, and they oh yeah. Um, help sponsor the ACC courses. Yeah. So they're um, providing the goodies for the for yeah. the participants. So it's all about building up your confidence, confidence. Or, or regaining your confidence or A- awareness. Awareness. Yeah. Um, and uh, aware of what our uh, flaws are, what right, other yeah. drivers' flaws are. Yeah. With as far as vision goes and being seen, and keeping yourself safe. Right, by, okay. by just being aware, just being yeah, that, mm. that's come through in a lot of our road safety advisors. It's sort of mm. about uh, being aware of what's going on around you and mm. trying to think um, what others might be doing or not be doing when they kind of should. Yes, uh, lots of things going on. Okay, so presumably, um, as well as getting them comfortable on the bike and everything, you'll ride around a safe environment and then build it up over that time and. Yes, we'll, we'll be doing, um, one thing is, is doing the bike checks, oh, so yeah. they know how to check their bike properly if it's up to roadworthy standard, because mopeds don't actually have to have a warrant of fitness, they have to have be a warrant of fitness standard. I didn't know that. Yeah, they have to be registered, but okay. they don't have a warrant itself. Okay. But it's up to the rider to make sure the vehicle is at roadworthy standard. So right. up to warrant a fitness standard. Because you want to know if your brakes are about to exactly. wear out. or. Uh, and the problem is a, a lot of these um, riders will have no previous experience. So being able to show them what it should be like, um, help them adjust their bikes so they are functioning properly. Um, and, yeah, just just all that from there we'll go on to some slow speed skills right. and um, then on to some high speed braking skills right. again for that event that hopefully never happens and then some road riding as where to ride on the road how to keep yourself safe and positioning on the road okay mm. yeah and, and that's obviously mate well presumably primarily done in an urban yes environment yes sort of things yeah it won't be open road 
No. Um, getting monstered by trucks is no fun on a scooter. Yeah, I would. I would guess most moped riders stay within the city boundaries, yes. kind of thing. And yep. yeah, 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 for that reason and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, okay. So, um, so by the end of the course, just just the four hours, the the riders should have that knowledge of maintenance and um, safety on the bike and more confidence about an awareness of and and what their um oh the um what's the word i'm looking for what their capabilities are right, as well as yeah. not only what the bike's capable of, but what they're capable yeah, of no, or what true. their shortcomings are and or perhaps some homework for them to go and practice some different riding skills yeah okay because mm. i guess one thing um well it's probably not that much in nelson definitely not in blenheim but i can imagine if you're riding a scooter around wellington which is probably quite brave uh there are some significant you know going up and down yeah steep hills is probably something to practice and well you take the naranga gorge that slows a lot of vehicles that's down. True. that's ordinary vehicles that's yeah. true yeah so yeah it's a vicious little hill <laughs> <laughs> where you want might want your bigger bike ideally yeah. for that one yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so i mean how many courses have you done of these over the years now do you reckon how many wow hundreds hundreds of hundreds like we do at least one course a week like every weekend some weekends we'll be doing a, a course on a saturday and a course on a sunday Right. And we run midweek courses as well. We chuck in a Wednesday one every now and again for shift workers and everything. So right, okay. sometimes we might do three three courses a week. So right. Um, and the, and these well the moped ones these these are free courses yep. backed by the ACC and Ride yes. to Live and uh, yes yeah as are the um, motorcycle courses as well the and bronze the silver gold oh, okay all, all fully subsidised. All oh, right. We're very lucky here in the top of the south, like the rest of the country. All the ACC courses are subsidised, but through Ride to Live, the local councils, they pay the deposit, so all the courses are totally wow. free. Yeah. So that, that is something a lot of bike riders should be taking up on that oh, yeah. already, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Free safety and self-preservation and skills course. Why yeah. wouldn't you sort of thing? Yeah. And you're spending a day with like-minded people. Yeah. Having fun, talking rubbish every now and again. <laughs> Well, as long as that's not you talking rubbish. Yeah, that's yeah, no. <laughs> um, so it's it's yeah, it's a great environment, and um, everyone enjoys it. Yeah. Everyone comes along, and you go away with. We've had people come who might have been riding for thirty years. Yeah. And um, but they'll still go away with something. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's we can just show them something different. And, yeah. Yeah. Because there might good. be some little habit they've got into, or something they're exactly. doing that they don't have to, or something they should be doing that they would yeah. make their life easier or other people's lives easier yeah yeah, yeah. no that's neat because yeah. i guess normally people um you know they'd pass their well for your motorbike stuff you pass your test and that's it you probably may never go back and yeah get professional assessment at all we're, we're it's it's we've got a very good motorcycle community here who do seem to thrive on on improving themselves Right, That's good. through this ongoing training, and we're getting people coming back and doing the courses just annually, just as a pure refresher. Yeah, yeah. So okay, it's very good. So, I mean, what what difference do you believe um, you're you're making to the to the biking world and road safety generally? And well, 
they did a ACC did an analysis on probably a couple three years ago, and we sort of thought if we made a ten percent difference, we'd be quite happy. Right? Yeah, you know, we thought they'd be quite chuffed at that. Well, the first survey come back and twenty seven percent safer from doing courses. Wow. Autom- automatically, riders who've done courses were twenty-seven percent safer. Was that them sort of self-assessment, or no? Was that, this is that ACC going through ACC the numbers, going through the doing numbers. doing the numbers. You know, because they don't want to obviously pay more for crashes. No. They want to <laughs> nope. pay less for prevention. Yeah, you know, the barrier at the top of the cliff rather than yep. at the bottom. So it was there because this is their baby. So they did all the number crunching, and twenty-seven um, percent safer is what they came up with. Wow. And we we were blown away with that. That is that is a huge. But percentage. from there, they've done it. They've gone through it again, and they're talking somewhere between forty and fifty percent safer now. Flip it people, for people doing courses. So you can see why people are coming back yeah. and doing more. You know, it doesn't make you hundred percent safe because you've done two courses. But, <laughs> but nice if it did. It did. It? <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's the. That's the difference we're making. Wow, so that is impressive. It is very impressive, that is and it's impressive. a it's a nationwide thing. So yeah, yeah. So it's very cool. So really, ju- just a little bit of education, a little bit of training can really make a difference in accident rates and yes. everything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so. that is great to hear, and great for you to be involved in. It is. It's very stuff. rewarding. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, so because we meant we mentioned earlier that um some people may come to you later in life or um when when their mum and dad aren't banning them from going on, going on two wheels uh so is well the, the, i guess the question is because because there might be parents sitting here say i don't care how much they jump up and down about i'm not letting them go on a scooter or a moped because it's dangerous and some aspects are yes dangerous yeah for sure but um, what what do you sort of say to, to mums and dads who are sort of like absolutely against their precious cargo? <laughs> yeah, no, good call. Precious Get, cargo is a good call. Getting on one of the scooters and mopeds on your course. Um, I dare say they wouldn't get to us yeah, if mum and dad right. thought that. Could be right there. Yeah. We did have a young fella on a course just last weekend. Um, funny young guy. But he was on a scooter and he was six foot one. Well, you can imagine Whoa. those arms and legs left over flailing around yes. all over the place. Where does he put them? Yeah, exactly. He needed the motorcycle because yep. he was just geographically too big for the bike. <laughs> so um, spoke to his mother and um, sort of described the shortcomings of, of the scooter compared to how how much safer he would be because right. he was a mature lad he wasn't he wasn't a you know earhead or anything oh, okay so so um i do i've heard since that uh she's going to trade the scooter in and actually uh-huh. buy him a proper motorcycle so he would just be yeah. that much safer so um yeah i've had i've had that conversation with several normally mums normally mums yeah well they're the, they're the, the caregivers the thing happens yes yeah <laughs> they're the caregivers so I mean, yeah, because obviously the difference between a, a, on a you can drive a sorry you can ride a scooter moped on a car license, yes. but anything bigger than the fifty cc, you must have, have to have yeah must your, have a motorcycle license. You must have your motorcycle yeah. license, and for yeah. that you have to do your test, basic handling skills test. And yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, so that yeah. is a 
that is another commitment, definitely, it is, but it it's is. a worthwhile commitment for I, I believe so. Yeah. And especially while they're young, they can just go through their licences, bang, bang, bang. It's, yeah, it's, that's true. You know, because they're in the study mode, so it's not like somebody older trying to go back to school to do a road code test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when they're bored of staring at the books indoors, they go out and get outdoors and yes. do some study and stuff. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Okay. And what about um, after, so say you've got the youngsters who've, who've done your course, what about what are, what are tips for mum and dad to help them keep in the, the good vein of everything they've learned and stay safe and stay sensible? And Mum and dad. And, and any, any tips you can give to mum and dad to help sort of just the riders? Encourage them, um, try, and th- this is another hard one, is getting to wear all the safety gear. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's an acronym for it, at GAT, all the gear, all the time. Right. Um, it does terrify me when I see people riding scooters and motorcycles um, in jandals, shorts and singlets, and no yeah. gloves. Okay, because I was going to say, tell, tell us what, what's all the gear, because obviously... They've got to stick the helmet on. <laughs> got to that's, stick that's pretty obvious yep. and stuff. But what? What? What's all the gear? Um, proper safety approved stuff. Not, you know, not a hoodie. Although you can get proper motorcycle hoodies now with all the armour built into them. Oh. You know, for that uh, street look. Right. You know, which is which is important for younger people, of course. <laughs> so um, having all the pr- protective armour on all the pointy bits. Shoulders, right. elbows, back, knees, hips. It's those bits you've got to protect. And um, even proper footwear, proper motorcycle sh- boots, or there are motorcycle shoes. Oh, okay. Because you don't want to ride in ordinary track shoes or boots or anything because laces can get caught around gear sticks, Ooh, around yeah. brakes, yeah. and it is possible for somebody to pull up, go to put their foot down, but they can't get it off the foot peg, and then they just lie down. Yeah, lie down. Mm. Lie down. Um, and just for safety, you know, because, you know, whenever you even you're walking along, you trip over. The first thing you do is put your hand out to break your fall. Yeah. Well, yep. imagine doing that at 50 kilometres an hour on the asphalt. I'd rather not. No, no. So, um, yeah, the, the buying a motorcycle is, is you know, there's a fair bit of expense, but you should, I think, allow about a, an, another good hunkier budget. To get proper to gear. Get proper gear. So yeah. th- this is for your moped scooter. So even if they're yes. going to school and stuff and all that lot, they need to have oh, oh, topped yeah. up properly. Oh, I, I, I think so. Like I say, that it's probably uh, the moped riders. But like I say, motorcycle riders are guilty of it too. You're just getting around on lack of gear. Um, and I've seen some horrible results of of that flesh yeah. meeting the road. Yeah, it's probably just where we're a radio at this yes. moment. <laughs> I'll just show you a bit. No, yes. don't. No. Okay, so yes, teenagers, you know you might not feel cool, you know, you're not sort of James Dean or... Well, who's who's someone for this time scale? Oh, I don't know. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, so you'd need to get togged up because, okay, it might never happen, but yeah. it might well happen. Yeah. That's and, the scary thing. Yeah, and yeah. and has happened yeah. in some cases. So yeah, that protective environment. Actually, that's something else I thought of. Have you? Because that there are like those inflatable airbags. Airbags you can cycle. Most yep. of our cyclists can yes. get now. Yes, we've um, all of our team have them. Ah. Oh. Um, and uh, Jason and I have what's called a tethered 
so you have a tether coming off the bike, which is wrapped around the frame. Right. And if you extend it too far, it deploys the airbag. And so this is like a sort of giant inflatable... It just looks like an ordinary jacket. An ordinary jacket, but right. But when, when the cartridge is set off, it blows up, um, wraps around your neck, all your wow. vital organs. Wow. Because um, especially with the neck, it saves head injuries. Oh, yeah. You know, rather than your head flopping around. Flopping around. So it holds your helmet in place. So um, reasonably new technology, but very good, like I say, and all of us wear them. Right. Yeah, for that That's safety thing. So how much is one of those? They sound expensive. That they sort of from 900 up to about $1,200. Oh, yeah. okay. But, okay. Um, again, what price do you put on your, your safety? Indeed. You know, people pay that for a helmet or even um, for a jacket. So if you're buying a jacket with an airbag built in, it's, well, it's you're getting it for free, really. Two for the price of one, that yeah, sort of thing. it is. So uh, have you felt what it's like to be at it when it... No, goes I've, off yet. No, I've had. No. Um, we have Chris, the um, the importer here locally in New Zealand, um, who used to work for Helite, the airbag company in right. France, and um, we're very lucky to have him here living in Nelson. So he distributes the product locally, and we run an adventure course normally twice a year, a two day course, and so it's off roading, right? Yeah, um, bit of off road, on road. And Chris will come along and demo the airbag, so he always somebody volunteers um, out of the crowd to have the airbag deployed on them. Ah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, off-roading, I guess you got more chance of falling off, haven't you? Um, yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen anywhere, anytime. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Mm. All right, so so that's they've only just come out in the last few years. Yes, yeah, few years probably. They've been around in racing for longer, like top-level MotoGP racing and everything. Um, And they're now mandatory in that sport. Uh As in here, it's just um, voluntary on the road. You know, just depends how much you want to look after yourself. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. And then... um you could go and sort of bob around in the sea afterwards. I, I suppose you could for, for 10 minutes or so while it stays deployed. If you <laughs> have a quick relax yeah. to de-stress after your fast exit off yeah. your bike. Yeah. With that. Right. Okay. So what have we done? We've done um, we've done the scooter aspects and we've done um, a bit about bikers. So actually, let's get on to the road code um, for bikers and stuff. What What aspects do bikers need to pay attention particularly in the road code and i'll come on to motorists as well about bikers soon but what what things do you think in the road code get forgotten or downplayed or is there any particular aspects of the probably just how vulnerable motorcycles are yeah and i mean we are flat out looking after ourselves but uh, it'd be nice to think motorists were looking out for us as well. Yeah, it's not always the case, and um, I always say to um, every rider, even if we have the right away, st- still be prepared to give way because we just don't win any arguments. Yeah, you know, any any interactions on the road is just bad for us. No, so you might uh, be in the right, but you'll come off yeah, worse kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, so yeah, even if you're going have the right away in a roundabout or something. Cars will still pull out on you, yeah. Um, just because the the frailty of human vision, yeah. And yeah. Um, 
you know, they don't mean to do it. They didn't. They don't wake up and sort of think, "Oh, I'm going to go out and knock off two motorcyclists and one push bike rider today." It's it's not a it's not a goal. It's just no. the flaws of human vision. No, that's right. Because yeah. obviously bikers are riding as as well to be seen and yeah. lights on and all that sort of mm. stuff. But as you said, it's just such much more a narrow um, object. Yes. And it's it's very hard for people to judge the speed of a motorcycle coming towards them because uh, yeah. we don't have any definitive sides. As you take a truck coming towards you or yeah. another car, a four by four, closer it gets, the wider it gets. Oh, of course, motorcycle yeah, yeah, yeah. has got to be within meters before it appears big, really big, yeah, in, in, in our vision. Yeah, so that's what we're up against. Um, I suggest you know um, high vis gear, uh, contrasting helmets. Oh, um, right. yeah, different no, that's colours. A good point. That's a good point. Any, yeah. Anything that sort of stands out. I was, we were doing course one day, and I saw a motorcyclist coming up behind us, and it wasn't the high vis vest, it wasn't the um, headlight that I noticed. It was the white helmet I could see coming oh, behind right. me. Um, yeah, so things like that, just contrasting, is, so is really good. Bikers for, dress as uncoordinated and wackily as possible. Can be. Probably not cool, is it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. So, good contrast in the stuff you're wearing and yep. good visibility. Because um, you sort of think, and I think, I wonder if cars sometimes underestimate how, you know, the speed bikes are, are going, sort of thing. Not that they're doing anything illegal, but they're coming, you know, they, when, when they're going along quick, it's hard to judge that. Very, it's hard it's to judge that speed. Virtually impossible to judge the speed of a motorcycle. Yeah. Coming at you, yeah. So um, drive on. So sort of a, don't make. Oh, I don't think they're coming. Just wait and check. And yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah. And, and the motorcyclists can use movement to uh, alert a car driver too. If they're coming towards, and you've got a car coming up to a side road, if you just move, if the motorcyclist moves in its lane, all oh, right, give will, a little wiggle kind yes, of thing. That will alert the peripheral vision of the driver, who will oh. then turn and look. And with their central vision, and pick up the pick up the bike. So that's another good tip to mm. us. So if you're not sure the car has seen you or yeah. whatever, give a little yeah. bit of movement. Just movement. Just movement. Roundabouts. I've I've waved to people. You're coming around a roundabout. Headlight, high vis, all the drama. Coming around a roundabout, and the car starts to pull out on you. So you just give them a wave, and, and a polite wave, <laughs> not not the other wave, a polite <laughs> wave, and they'll see that. Ah, oh, again, peripheral again, vision picking yeah, it up, sort it, of thing. It alerts peripheral vision. Yeah. Ah, so that's another good tip. That's why you I shouldn't don't. have to, but yeah, sh- yeah, but if it but saves an accident, yeah, yeah, it's it's worth it. Yeah, that's worth it. Ah, okay. So yes, that's probably why you need to be a confident moped rider if you're uh, yes having to ride doing that very quickly. Yes, and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So no, that's all good stuff. Um, and what about um riding in? Because we're getting a bit at the moment, wet, windy, sort of variable weather conditions. Um, Again, it's just relaxing, not strangling the bike, making sure you just, and this does take talking inside your own helmet to relax your grip. You hold the bike with your knees. Um, right. A scooter, that's a wee bit harder because there's no bike to hold with your knees because it steps yeah. through. Yeah. Um, and just keep the upper body loose. And allow the bike to move without strangling it, without trying to leave your fingerprints okay. on the handlebars. Okay, yeah. And that's it does take some self-talk because first time riding in wind or rain, 
people will tense up and yeah. that wears yeah. you out very quickly. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine, yeah. yeah, and every sort of gust or stuff you're thinking, oh, da, da. and then if you've got rain pelting off your visor and stuff, your visibility can get blurred a bit. And yeah, sometimes it might be just better to pull over. Pull over and wait. Yeah. Find a nice cafe That's somewhere. it, exactly. <laughs> Find a nice hot cup of something. Uh, yes. Well, there are some of you lucky motorbikers who have uh, built-in heaters and stuff in your... Heater grips? Heater yep. grips yep. for riding in the really cold weather and stuff yep. that can help. They really do um, keep the extremities warm. It's like if you're riding a long way on a cold or windy day, before you get into a built-up area, start moving around on the motorcycle. Get get feeling back in your feet, your hands, because that's when majority of uh, incidents happen, is built-up areas. Oh, yeah. So, you know, start moving around on the motorcycle. Heater grips are a phenomenal thing. Once you've had them, you won't have a bike without them. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's not wussy, it's self-preservation. No. Yep. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Like I say, once you've had them, you won't not have. You won't not have. Yeah, them. yeah. So it's not out, out what not what it's, it's not to sixty or not to hundred speed. It's has it got heater grips? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll worry about other things. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now, oh yes. Now, what's your thoughts on electric on electric stuff? I've only ever ridden one. Um, it was weird. Weird. For me, but of course, yeah, I guess big difference. If no sound, riding. no sound. Oh yeah, uh, it was just twist and go. Um, yeah, I'm still a bit of a dinosaur. I, li- I like a little, a little bit of engine noise, exhaust note. Mm. I like a clutch. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, presumably, like with the sound, you you use that to judge how the bike's performing and your it speed. Does. You're getting a lot of feedback from it. Am I changing yeah. up, down? Yeah. And, uh, and changing down, doing little blips on the change down. That's, that's a, true. It's part that's of a cool engaging thing. with the machine, yeah, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, um, yeah, it's just a bit more fun. A bit more fun. Yeah. yeah. It it will happen. You know, the, the all the dinosaurs will disappear, and um, electric will be the answer to everything. But yeah, I still like like a real like real, real bike. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I presume there are plenty. Or quite a few electric mopeds and stuff coming this, out. The, now. It's uh, they're starting. Yeah, all right. You never start. used to sort of see them, but it's it's starting. So okay. And they're just like those um, sort of giant skateboards. Really, they're just progressing up from yeah. there, aren't they? Yeah, I suppose that's and true. Actually. Some of those things are fast. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I must admit, what their acceleration must be away from the lights must be scary, kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Leave the leave the serious bike. Well, maybe they don't leave the serious bikes behind, but maybe they're rivaling them. <laughs> yeah. And stuff, yeah. Okay. So let's get on to those messages, particularly for drivers then, and how, how drivers should be looking out for bikes and what they should do around bikes and what they shouldn't do around bikes. Because I guess, I guess the motorist is the just by the numbers as, as well as the mass, the sort of dominant on the road. Yes. But we've, and particularly around this region like i said there's a lot of there's a lot of active bike groups there's a yes. lot of scooters on the road there's a lot of bicycles on the road and of course electric bikes now are almost as fast as yes faster scooters and yeah. other bikes so yeah. that need to share the road and be aware of each other is growing it is um and sort of treating i mean all scooter riders motorcyclists where somebody's 
father, son, cousin, brother, yeah, yeah. daughter, wife. You know, we're we're all humans under those helmets. Yeah, and um, a lot of the time we are treated like secondhand or it's a second-rate citizens, not yeah. second-hand citizens. Um, and it would just be nice to have, have a bit more respect, especially people starting out for moped riders. They're getting along, they're doing their best, and if they're doing 50Ks, just give them space. You know, yeah. don't – cars seem to find uh, a moped with an L-plate, and for some reason they think they've got to pass it. Even if this, if the moped's doing fifty kilometres an hour in a fifty k area, yep. there's some sort of mentality that says you've got to pass it. Yeah, and that's that's can be very scary because that's somebody's son or daughter. Yeah, going off to school or going to a job after school, and it's just you know just a little bit of respect for for yeah. space. Yeah, because I mean they have as much right to that oh, road as as Everyone any else. driver does, yeah. sort of thing. And yeah. It's not that you they have to ride in the gutter or no. like, like cyclists and stuff. It's yeah. not your place isn't in over there. Yeah, um, yeah. So just just sort of respect, um, but m- uh, mopeds and scooters need to treat cars in the same way. You know, yeah. mopeds aren't allowed to use cycle lanes. Yeah, nobody's allowed to use a cycle lane except the cyclists. Cycle, yes. Yeah. Um, and a lot of motorcycles do unfortunately cut cars off and you know do silly things. So yeah. unfortunately, a car driver will see another motorcycle and try to retaliate. Or you know, yeah, it, it gets get a bit, bit petty. It does get a bit petty, doesn't yeah. it? Sometimes yeah. in terms of that. But like you said, if you're remembering the human, yeah, mother, daughter, son, all that, yeah. behind uh, the under that helmet. helmet, yeah, yeah. Actually, I wonder if that for you know for the full face helmets whether that has something to do because you, it's hard to make eye contact like it's hard to it's like with other drivers sometimes what you you know because you can depending on how close you are yeah. uh, kind of see eye to eye but with full face helmets you can't sort of and maybe that makes it objectifies it a bit that more could, i don't know that could be a very valid point um we're always making eye contact with drivers because we're trying to figure out at roundabouts, intersections, <laughs> where they're looking, are oh, they looking yeah. right through us? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're making eye contact, but you can still have a driver look at you and then still pull out on you. Yeah, so it's, okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an important thing for us. But like you say, that could be a very valid point. Yeah. Full-face helmet, perhaps a tinted visor, yeah. they might not see it they as a... see it. Yeah. Yeah. What about, because I know um, some drivers get, Knocked about it when they're sitting in queues. Yes, <laughs> yes, and and part of it's frustration because they're getting on and I'm not. Yep. I'm stuck in the queue or the yep. weaving out or the da 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 or because that because we're slow moving traffic. So what what's your sort of advice on that? Or um, it is legal for motorcycles to do that. Yeah, they must still obey all the same road rules as the open road. You know, you're not allowed to. Um, cut a vehicle off when you pull back in you've got to have 100 metres of clear visibility throughout the whole manoeuvre um, you're not allowed to pass on the left of course unless the car in front of you is turning right off the road oh, okay. so it's the only time you can underpass uh, oh, that's underpass. and of course yep. you've got to stay at the cycle lanes as yes, well yes you've got to stay at the cycle like, lane yeah. um, so it is legal a lot of car drivers don't realise that and get quite annoyed and um, so I'll um, I'll lane split in in the states when I go over there because it's What's lane splitting. Uh, riding between 
you know, if you've got five or six rows of traffic, you're allowed to ride up the white lane between them. Ah. So oh, it is okay. legal here too. Yep. Um, personally, I don't do it here. Right. And um, that's because the drivers aren't used to it. Aren't used to it. Can't quite cope with it. Yep. Yeah. And I sort of figure if it takes me two or three minutes longer to go around Rocks Road heading out towards Stoke, with all that beautiful scenery there, what's the rush? Oh, that's very wise yeah. advice. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'll, um, you won't see me overtaking vehicles. Yeah. Okay. In, in that traffic situation, although it is legal to. Okay. Yeah. I had a mate who was a motorcycle courier in London. And I still have a mate who's a motorcycle career in London, which is perhaps one of the most amazing things. But brave, he he, he was just he was well, he was a courier, so he was on the clock and all the rest of it. But his his weaving techniques were well, a work of art or a work of sheer (laughs) insanity. Insanity, yes. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Big ups to those guys, and even um, locally, we have uh, the DX Mail riders. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I take my head off to those guys. They're all guys and girls. They're out in all the weather doing their job and um, big ups to them. Yeah, because they're on 50cc yes, thing, little, aren't they? Little, little posty bikes, yep. Yeah. So, yep. There we are. You have a respect, DX riders, of very experienced senior biker there. <laughs> yep. They they deserve it because they're out in all, all weathers and you know you get a lot of motorcyclists won't won't go out in the rain or no. won't necessarily leave home in the rain. But, uh, you know, <laughs> they might get caught out. Now, yeah, but yeah. But they they are out doing it. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So so yeah. So tips for other other tips for drivers. Then it's about trying to well looking for the bikes. Yeah. Um and being and checking twice often on a lot of junctions and maneuvers and are you yeah you're kind of sure what what other messages and um for drivers on how to be give, give, well you said give them space didn't you particularly on l plates yes we there is sort of two distinctive thoughts on l plates some people think they're great because it keeps car drivers away from them mm-hmm. other people see them as threats because they people think they have to overtake an l plate so because right, you're going to be slow yes yeah. And you're going to not know where you So I don't want you in front of me. I want you behind me. Yeah. Yes. So there is that two trains of thought on L plates. So it's um, different people have different experiences. Okay. What works on them. So we quite often talk about that, different experiences yeah. they have. Yeah. Mm. But I think one of, well, one of the things you said, as I said, that it's like they, they have as much right to the road and For sure. stuff as you do. And I mean, around town, because now Nelson, well, I presume Blenheim CBD is like that as well. It's, it's 30Ks. Yeah. So, you know, most scooters are probably going faster than a lot of cars necessarily through the, well, up to 30K. Yes. Uh, they're not slow up to up to those speeds. So, no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, uh, I think it's just respect is probably the respect main thing I'd, I'd go for. Yeah, give them respect. Yeah. Just because yeah. they're in something smaller, yeah, doesn't mean to say they get less respect. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. And my um, pet pet peeve of my daughter is definitely motorists who, now this is cyclists, but motorists who cut into the cycle lanes on the they straighten the corner, ah. sort of thing. And okay, there's no cyclists there, but one day there could be. Yes, and they might not have seen it, and they're always just cutting over the lines and especially in the corners, and it's just yeah. lazy. It yeah. is. It is lazy. We um, we're very good at that. That's good. Lazy drivers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't don't do those aspects. Right. Okay. Well, um, 
We've got a, a, a few minutes left, but is there any other sort of topic or thing you'd want to advertise for, from either from a road safety angle or the joys of motorbiking angle? My, my brother's the two-wheeler, actually. I'm, I'm the four-wheeler, I must admit. Although one of the best rides I ever had... I, okay, so I'll, I'll go off piece here again. <laughs> I, I hadn't ridden a moped uh, until I went away, and actually I was in... Italy, and I thought, I'm in Italy. I've got to ride a moped in Italy because yep. everybody in Italy rides a moped. And I thought, well, if I'm going to learn, the motorists are probably going to be kinder to me because they're used to, you know, scooters and mopeds, and they sort of were. Yeah. Uh, gave me more space. But going down a coast road on a okay, it was a little putt putt scooter, but it was just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It just felt so good. The scenery was stunning. The air on your face, it was sort of wow. I, yeah. I, I'm getting this. Yeah. It is. It, I've I've ridden around Europe, and it is a very cool place to ride because they do have a lot more respect um, on the road for for two wheels. Mm. And as you know, you come up to an intersection, and there'll be twenty four scooters par- <laughs> facing any which way. Yes, it doesn't. And cars don't get upset. No, and they um, don't try and argue with twenty four scooters no, either. No, and you're there, and the lights turn green, and the smoke and dust, and carry on, and <laughs> everyone just moves away again. But no one gets upset, and no. um, it's not so competitive in no. that sense. Yeah, or yeah, passive aggressive, or whatever it is. Yeah, you do toot a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Italians they toot rather than indicate. It's, um, <laughs> it's just yeah. just the way they are. Yes, it's uh, but it's good fun. It's um, touring Europe. I, I found was a phenomenal experience. Um, loved it. Um, touring the states again. Um, over in the States, I noticed, because like I sort of say, here in New Zealand, we can be treated like second-class citizens sometimes, right. you know, on, on the road. But in the States, they're, they're a lot brighter in the fact that you go along and there's businesses, cafes, restaurants, motels, they'll have signs out on the road saying, bikers welcome. Ah, you know, yeah, they've, yeah. they've figured out. If, if you're riding a motorcycle, you're doing it for leisure, so you normally have a little bit more grey hair, and um, not necessarily having children and expendable income. Yeah. So they cater a lot more for motorcyclists. Nice lot of refreshment stops, and mm. particularly tailored yeah. for you. Yeah, no, that's yeah. nice. And I presume I presume the whole biking in America is a lot more relaxed because of the distances and the highways and stuff. Or? Yes, and long as you get off their freeways. You know, get onto their back roads, which are far superior to our roads anyway. And their national parks are just beautiful to ride through. Oh yeah, I can yeah. imagine that. They're, they're yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Giving way to a to a bison is quite a different thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you see how big they are, you definitely give way to them. Yeah, show uh, some respect to that bison. Yes, yep. Even if he didn't indicate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, phenomenal thing riding over there or Europe. I haven't ridden in Asia as such. Um, sort of, yeah. Perhaps one day do it, go okay. tour somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds good. So, yeah. sort of build up your experience in New Zealand for potentially the chance to get um, on some of the stunning overseas. Oh yeah, but um, we're very lucky here in the, well, especially South On and even yeah. the top of the oh, South. We true. have lots of great rides. Um, there's all sorts of, you know, over the Taka Hill and back again or over the Wangamas, back up through the Wairau and back up through the lake. You know, there's lots of rides yeah. down down through Merch, down to Reefton. There's lots of sort of round-the-block rides here. We're, we're very spoilt here for, this is for true. nice rides. This is true. Mm. 
Yeah, I can imagine doing a Tucker Hill really works here. Yeah. Control and uh, balance and, and thing. The the good thing about motorcycling too, Steve, it's it's very therapeutical. It's um, you can't ride a motorbike and think about um, what you got to do at work or you know what uh, what new carpet you're going to buy or what you're having for tea the next week. You're so in tune with the bike and what you're doing. Yeah, all that other noise goes out the goes out of your head. And it's yeah. very therapeutical. Just fo- focused on yep. on the ride. On the ride, enjoying every ride. Enjoying every ride. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, it's very relaxing for that for that reason. Yeah, no, that's yeah. nice. So yeah. for those people coming first to scooting, and that's once you've got through that and got some confidence, then maybe say graduate up to a more powerful bike, which yeah. not for the power, but actually for the safety aspect yes. as well, and being able to get yourself up some hills and. Yeah. Out of trouble when you need to, but yeah. enjoying the potential that that offers. We are having there's sort of a resurgence going on at the moment of perhaps people who rode scooters in their younger days. Oh yeah, and have now progressed and you know getting towards you know sort of midlife crisis or whatever it might be, <laughs> and uh, coming back to two wheels. There was right. quite a phenomenon of that, of sort of the born-again biker. Born-again biker, yeah, yeah. So presumably you, you have some courses for the – well, the, the courses you That's do can help the born-again bikers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And um, we'll get people who come along and they know they're in that category. They know they're the high-risk ones. Right, yeah. Um, because what they – the 125 they used to ride in the 1970s is now a, now a 1,200 in the, in the 2020s. Yeah. So a lot of extra weight and power and everything, but um, it's again we're very lucky here because of the courses and um, people seem to have quite a safety mentality. Um, so they're coming along and doing the courses because they realise they're you know I'm not as half as good as I used to be. No, yeah. I don't want to be a statistic. No. In, in yeah. that field, I want to enjoy me. Yes, midlife crisis. Yes, not, <laughs> not have a serious crisis. Crisis. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, that's good. Hmm. And I'm presuming it like it's a the South Island, there'll be a few people doing motorcycle tours and stuff. Uh, That's, uh, I'm not sure how many are still running. Oh, of course, because of the COVID. Because of yeah. another COVID casualty, yes. Yeah. Um, I believe there is one running out of crosh at the moment. I, ha- I haven't heard. Um, but there used to be some higher companies here locally. Um, they were casual casualties of COVID. Yeah. You know, they, they've yeah. closed up. So that, that thing will start to come back over the next few years I think and motorcycle yeah. tours will kick off again because New Zealand is a lovely place to ride yeah yeah I could imagine yeah, yeah. I could imagine we're very sport here with our scenery and everything and, yeah and um, the lack of traffic yes yeah. that that's a very good point yeah. actually the, yeah. the lack of traffic for sort of for the size of the country yes um, that yeah. we have on the roads that's yeah. a great place to go touring as you said around Golden Bay and yeah Lewis Pass and all those all those roads right yeah. okay well, um, so we're just about finished now. So let's um, we'll give a reminder for the course in Blenheim. This is for the scooters and mopeds for the teenagers, or not just teenagers, but uh, like it could be you said, mums or dads who used to ride there many years ago and just want to get back on or get back in. So anyone can turn up. It's yep. totally free. Yep. It's happening in Blenheim. Uh, it will be this coming Monday. Sorry if you're listening to repeat, you've missed it. But uh, it's from 11 till 4, and they need to get to your website, which is the Tasman Motorcycle Training 
bike.co.nz website to sign up for that and presumably for the bigger bikers you've got various courses running throughout throughout the year Um, year. I don't think we've put next year's calendar up yet but we've just finished doing it so so you can book that far ahead right yeah yeah. And, and get it in the diary yeah. and yes that could be a good I was going to say it could be a good Christmas present but it's free but it still could be a good I have Christmas had um, present for someone parents uh, or partners or what have you buy uh, the training and testing oh, vouchers yeah. for for family members or loved ones yeah, yeah. We've, we've done that yeah yeah. so it's um, for a Christmas present or birthday present or something yeah, yeah. okay yeah. well um Kevin, thank you very much for sharing your time and your knowledge and your enthusiasm for oh. all things uh, Two Wheels. It's been great to have you on Fresh FM, so I wish you well for all the future. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Thanks uh, for having us in and letting us explain what we do. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And uh, everybody, especially the motorists rem- of amongst us, remember to be aware and look for bikes. And as as Kevin said... Um, respect the bike and see the human behind uh, well the visor or just there remember it's don't don't get all aggressive share the road all that good stuff right Lovely. Uh, so thank you to Kevin uh, we will be back in two weeks time I think we're I'm going to be doing a music special then so if you like your music tune in to us in two weeks time Thank you to NPD Fuels for sponsoring us as ever. We have been Drive Alive here on Fresh FM. Drive and ride safely. Uh, See you in two weeks' time. podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show first broadcast on fresh fm the top of the south's community access media station with support from new zealand on air the funding of access media makes these podcasts possible to find similar programs by other community access media stations go online to accessmedia.nz